0: Another beautiful hallel gadaf ahead of us in our hallel gemisachus kshubas page twenty six. We are up to Tanya. We learned in Abraza. and this is, let's see, what, last word on the line one two three four five six seven eight lines from the top of chavvav amar aleph. Okay, and the um, the. Sugya over here is discussing Namanas, trustworthiness as far as establishing somebody over in the past couple of daf. we are been talking about particularly to be a Kayin and even when you're establishing them to be a Kayin how far into Kahuna do we go? Do we just say, okay, you could eat Shuma? Do we say it's mamish full flesh, the yichus, Right? So that's what we're dealing with over here. Says the Gemara, Tanya we learned in a Ben says, The same way, if you see a kohen eating truma that establishes them as a full fledged kohen, you are eating truma. Psh, wow, So too, um, giving ma'aser is also a uh, creates a chazakah for kahuna. Okay, now, what's Mycerician? You know, you know who gets Mycerician? The Levian. Who gets Truma? The Kahanim. And even though when the Kahanim had to give Mycer, what was that called? Truma's Mycer. So this needs explanation. But Roshim and Allah says, the same way, Truma creates a chazaka for Guna, so too Mycerician creates a chazaka for Kuhuna. Okay, says the Gemara. The ain't a You should know, and if somebody splits something up in bezdin, then in other words, if you only receive truma because of something that ha- that uh, um, happened under a psak of a bezdin, you're not established to be a truma t- to be a koyin. Now, does this make sense either? No, huh? What was it? Doesn't make any sense either. Fakert truma truma, truma truma, and uh, fakert. If you have a bezdin Then you're getting truma. <laughs> the, shouldn't that gr- uh, further establish you as a as a Kayin? Okay, so we have a lot to discuss over here. If we're confused, this is great. Because again, what did Brisa tell us? First of all, the same way truma receiving Truma makes you a Kayin, so does receiving my make you a Kayin. Uh, however, if you receive Truma under a Bezdin, oh, then you're not a Kayin, you don't have a Chazak of a Kayin yet.
1: But don't we have places, I mean, even now, where the halacha may be A, but we've been doing it for so long, like B, yeah, so, uh, that that becomes the way we do because it. A- so here, based in Paskind, this guy's a coin by giving him Shuma, Right. but we know from so many other things in his life
0: that he's done kuhuna dikazachin that that may be more... So Baravinsky is pointing out that maybe the, the Bryce here's is a weakness. If you need a sock to say that you get truma, that's fuck, fuck her. That Maybe that's a reason to show a weakness because there's other areas where you couldn't... It make it sound like a really good question. No, be, is, wasn't that the vote? Right. Yeah, that's what I was up. asking. Yeah. You make it sound like it's, it's good. So it sure. is. All right. All right. Says the Gemara, hold on, hold on. Let's understand this Bryce. Says the Gemara, one second. Mycerician to Levi who? Who gets Seresian The guy? lady. So how does getting my Maizurishan make your a Says the Gemara: Rabbi Lozben Azaria, Rabbi Lozben Azaria, the Tanna from the third b'risa truma, the koye, the truma goes to a koye. Maizurishan the Levi, Maizurishan goes to the Levi. The Rabbi Kibush has been Rabbi Kibush. Rabbi Lozben Azaria, Rabbi Lozben Azaria says no. Maizurishan af the koye. According to Rabbi Lozben Azaria, he says even in the Torah when it says that it goes to the Leviim, it's referring to the creme de la creme of the Leviim, which is ref- I'm sorry. I uh, which refers even to the creme de la creme of the levium, which means even the kahanim are allowed to get it and therefore according to Rabbi uh, according to Rabbi Elazar ben even kahanim are, allow, are able to receive my sirish. now he's not saying as opposed to a levim; he's not saying levim don't get my sirish. but he's saying listen kahanim are part of my sir- are part of sheeva levim. they're the part of levium, the creme de la creme they're like the spitz. they're like the spits Right, they're like the the hotshot representatives of, of Levi, so of course, they should get it. Now, what did Rabbi Lazar? What did Rabbi Shimon Lazar say? Though he said, "Kishem Did he say Kahanam also get my my sri? No, he said it gives you a chazok as a kayin right? So ask the Gemara. Amor darb Lazar ben Lazar af la kayin vle Levi miyamar. Did, did he agree that it makes you into a Kayin as opposed to a Levi? No, so we, we're still lacking clarity over here. How's receiving my Sarisha establishing a Chazaka for a Kayin? It's not.
1: It's for a Levi. Huh? It's not. You said it's for so, just, so That's,
0: that's for the Gemara? Uh, but, but the B'risa says it establishes you as a Kayin. You're right. So that's the problem. So this needs clarity. Says the Gemara wrong. You hit us. In... There, yes. Now, to clarify this, in yes, the is about to tell us there was a time where Ma'is actually went only to Kahanim. Meaning, once you're of the opinion of Rabbi Lozer ben Azariah that Kahanim even got Ma'is no. listen to this: de Kansinu Ezra. When Ezra came back to Eretz Yisrael, he knasd the Leviim for not returning with him. He, the Shevat Levi apparently did not send a group along with Ezra Hasaifer to Eretz and after he came back he kanas Shevat Levi as a group but he didn't kanas the Kahanim, and therefore, listen people were living in Eretz was there an obligation of Maizah Shine? you betcha now according to the who's letting in Shine? Kahanim and Leviim but there's a kanas and Leviim so who ended up getting all the Maizah Rishayin? the Kahanim. beautiful and that's where Hashem and says, during that era, if somebody received my sirisha, that gives them, that establishes them <coughs> as Kayhanim. Beautiful. Okay? Kevaldik of clarity. Huh? Says the Gemara, Vedoma ikru v'havuleh. Says the Gemara, still were bothered. How does receiving my say that you are a Kayan? Maybe there was a kanas, okay? But still, people from Shevet Levi received it. it. says the Gemara like this. The kanas was not to. Fine. Now, was there a kanas that you're not a, that the, the Yisrael is not allowed to give it to Levi? No. The kanas was. The Levium shouldn't get it. It was more on the Leviim than it was anybody else. So ask the Gemara, there's still a possibility that some Yisraelim gave my Sarishon to Leviim, And if there is that possibility, that some Yisraelim gave my Sarishon to Levi, receiving my Sarishon does not make you a Kohen. We're back to our question on the Brisa. Again, let's go back to our original statement of today. Receiving truma makes you a Kohen, receiving my Serishon makes you a Kohen. We said, my serisha makes it, and that goes to Levi. What do we say? Nah. Because we're going during the era of Ezra, and Ezra says that my should go to So Hocayin. But, but people still did give to Levi. If somebody decided to give to Levi, he did. And therefore, receiving... What, what, what would happen if a Levi received my serisha? Are we going to say you're now Hocayin? No! Of course not! So how can my Sarishah... Establish you as a Koyin. Answers the Gemara Amar of Chista. says, How come I ask you on his the case? Ready for this? Govaldik. Koyin, for example, Shemuchzuklon ba'avua dahai Kayen. hu. We know, we look at Yankul Kong and we know for a fact that his father was a Koyin. There's a Chazak, we know. There's a status, we know Yankul Kohn's father. V'nofak alei kola d'ben grush but now here's the deal. We know his yichus, his father's a kohen. Now if your father's a kohen, you're a kohen. Unless your father married somebody forbidden to Kahana. If let's say the kohen married a divorcee. Oh, so now that child doesn't have the holiness of a kohen. That child has status of a holo. Like a regular Yisrael. Not allowed to, to uh, eat uh, not allowed to, uh, eat truma. Okay? So what happened was, they gave my Rishon to this kid in the granary. What? what? In the granary. Where they were giving out grain. On oh, the granary. Yeah. 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 Granary it's gone? Okay. I don't know, my Rebbe say granary. Maybe granary. Okay. Cool. They gave him my Rishon in the granary. Granary. You're I'm going to have a tough all. time switching up. Got it's Gadov God 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 Yitzkadesh. Yeah. It's Gadov Good. Okay, so now if they gave him my serisha in, in this place, <laughs> I can't say granary anymore. If they give my serisha in the granary, so now what does that tell us? That the rumors, the coil, the voice that people were saying that his father married a divorcee must not be true. Because if he really, if his mother really would be a Grusha, why are we giving him in a granary? must be that we're establishing him as a kohen fine Levi. so what are you going to tell me he's a levy the law of levy who we know for a fact his father's not a levy again we his father is a known kohen the shiloh was did his father marry divorcee, he, but he's certainly not a levy. so that's not the question so what are you going to say over here again what are you going to say you have a kid son of a Kayin, not sure whether his father married a divorcee, we're giving him the Maish So what are you going to say? Ben Grush Bechalutza? That is Ben Grush Bechalutza? That's not possible either. Again, because if his father married a divorcee or a Chalutza, are you going to give him Maish in the granary? No! You're not going to give it to him because he's a Cholo. He doesn't know how to get anything. So what's the case? What's the case? Says go already. Here we go. Laimi boy. Which literally means we don't need, but over here it means the Kiddush must be, the novel idea here must be, which is, Lamanda Amar Maiserishin It's got to be a Kiddush, according to the opinion that Maiserishin is forbidden for a non um, a, a, a non Sheva Levi person. We'll call a regular Yisrael. Okay. Delo Havi yavule Because. Then, if you're not part of Kahuna or Lavia, you're not getting anything. You're going to tell me the is allowed to be eaten by a Yisrael. For example, I give Mycerechian to a Levi. What's my Miser? My tenth animal. Give it to a Levi. Levi makes a Ba' mitzvah. So you're allowed to invite Yisraelim to eat at the Bar Mitzvah? Yeah. So Yisrael is allowed to eat from Yisrael. Okay? <speaking in Hebrew> That's only for a Levi to choose to feed a Yisrael. <speaking in Hebrew> you're not allowed to give it to a Yisrael. So according to this, a Yisrael ultimately can eat at the bar mitzvah of a Levi if he's serving something that was mycerician. However, when it comes to handing something out, that cannot be given directly to a Yisrael. Of course, it has to go through Shevet Levi. Now, here's the deal. You ready? You have a guy. Let's go back to our case now. You have a guy whose father's a coin. His mother is rumored to be either a divorcee or a chalutza when the father married. The, somebody had done chalitza on her. From, uh, she was Yovah, so she has the status of a divorcee. She's not let to marry a kain. Kain married her. Maybe. We don't know. There's a rumor about the kid and we don't know what to do. So they're giving him the food in the granary. So the Gemara is saying like this, from the fact that they give him food in the granary, What are our options? Is he a Yisrael? Certainly not. No one's getting. There's, there's no way a Yisrael is getting anything in the granary. So it must be he's from Sheba Levi. Why, must,
1: why are we supposed to find a granary as the locale?
0: Oh, because that's where it was. It, it, everything went down to on behalf of the Kahanim and Levi. That's where it all went down, and they were careful to make sure. You know, that's like the supermarket. And, and they, this was, this was the, the, the super center for Kahanim and Levi. So if you're an a Kahan Levi, or a Levi, you don't belong here. It's like when we go Duchen, you know, before Brecha's Kahanim, and you're standing at the sink. It's for Levi and Kahanim. Yisraelim could get out of here. yeah
1: Huh?
0: Uh, Yisraelim, yeah. go to the side right now. Yeah. Not happy. Fine.
1: And Beautiful. What? You know, Sorry?
0: You what was calling Suffolk? i yeah a yeah. You, a doubt whether he's a guy Okay and, 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 and how does that come about? Um, nowadays Most prominently with Ancest Somebody a generation or two ago Is non-religious Some sort of claim To being a big kahuna And there's no big uh, There's no proof to it So you, you gotta do your research you got to do your research. There's, there's times where, where doubts crop up. Okay. Says the Gemara, Then we said in the bride, so if you're bebezdin, there's no established chazaka. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Isn't Bezden, aren't they the ones who know? If there's no chazaka by Bezden giving him uh, 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 truma, who could we trust? If you split up shuma of your father's property in bezden, chazaka. that does not make him into a chazaka. Okay, what does that mean? Very gishmat. So here's the deal. You have a father who's a Kayin. The father passes away. He leaves behind in the state of things that also have truma, including the property. He divides it, the truma equally with his brothers. Does that mean he's a Kayin? No, you know why? Because maybe his mother was a divorcee. You still inherit your father the same way if you're a chol. So you could inherit Shuma. but just because you received truma through a an inheritance in a Bezden, doesn't necessarily make you a Kayin. You may very well still be a Cholol, Gavaldik says pshita. That's simple. Yeah, of course, a chol has yerusha. A chol inherits. But it does it. uh, but uh, as far as making you a a kayan, we understand why it's not necessarily so. So the Gemara explains, I would say like this, when you have a bunch of brothers inheriting a father's estate, and we know some of them are kahana, there's no rumors about their mother, and they're taking it, and they're taking the chuma, and there's a chazaka, they're going to eat the chuma, so to over here. This guy, he should keep the same chazaka as his brothers. Kamash Malan, Hanach Lachilah, and Hanach Lizzvunay. Kamash Malan, the Kiddush over here is, no. That all bezdin is there to decide is who has rights to what. Some of them might be Lachilah, some of them might be Lizzvunay. That's not the calculation that bezdin has to take into account. Which, by the way, we're going to come across something which is, is beautiful. It's, going to, it's really going to, we're going to find this theme again on the daf, but I think this is this is so beautiful in that I'm sorry. You said lizvune. Lizvune, yeah, for for selling it. Yeah, in other words, maybe the the, the child of the kohen who's a cholol is going to take the truma and sell it to a kain, and that's how he's gaining with his inheritance. Can so he sell only to a truma? Yeah, only to a kain. Yeah, it has to be somebody who's going to use it appropriately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but here's the message. Here. You you'd think to yourself. I mean, I would think to myself. Why would Besdan even allow him to take the truma? Aren't you risking something? Right? Isn't it a risk? If let's say there's a rumor that his mother was a divorcee, so yeah, as far as Yerusha is concerned, there's a risk. That maybe, uh, you know, but <laughs> how, how do you give it to somebody when there's a chance people are going to say, oh, he has truma now, he's going to and you know that he's not necessarily a client. Com- it, yeah, go ahead.
1: No, because the same way they're going to eat it, the
0: same way they could also... Everyone, they all could sell it if they wanted to. It's, it's, it's Barabinski saying, Goethe saying, Listen, Yisrael is uh, allowed to own
1: truma. It's a known approach to deal with it. It's not like it's a rare thing. It's
0: not a rare thing. So then what's the Havamina? The Havamina was... You know, uh, I would have thought that the same way some are lachila, so this kid also is lachila. So here, Kamash Malan, Kamash But not. So, but the Mysore, why is it such a big Hiddish? I think why it's such a big Hiddish, and this is something that I, I don't have down pat, but we, we know as a truism, and that is there's a certain point where Besdin has a right to say to everybody. Listen, here's the psak, and you deal with everything else afterwards. Our achrayas here is not to take care of your feelings. Our achrayas here is not to make sure that there's no mistakes done down the road, which is a big, something which in Yiddishkeit is a very important thing. We do make sure in general. Apparently there's a time and place though to be concerned about other people making a mistake. Apparently, I think to me, and this is, you know, I, this is this end of the Gemara here, something I personally will take with me into my into my life and put it into my file cabinets and try, try to, you know, as we go through Shas, pan it out and, and match it up with other times to know exactly when and how to use this approach. You have a bezdin here, and you know what they say? bezdin has an obligation to say, I'm not concerned right now about people thinking, doesn't make a difference to us. Our Akhrayas is right now, an inheritance dintira. This is the dintaira, this is the discussion, who gets what? This child has a right to get it, we're giving it to him. I, people are going to think, that's not the dintaira right now, sorry, we'll deal with that a different time. And there's times we've got to do this in our lives, where yeah, everything is intertwined, and there's, connect, and there's connect, connected, and then there's a time where you've got to make a hard cut. You got to say I'm sorry. That's not my achrayis right now. My achrayis is to something else. My achrayis is to the Yerusha. My achrayis is not to make sure that other people are going to be elevating this guy to a status of kahuna. Okay. Two dots. Rebuta Yudah says, "Ain myla for kahuna al pi the khulu. says, "We're not going to be myla for kahuna al pi Okay, says the Gemara. Rav Sheming Amliel, Hainu Rabbi Eliezer. If you look back at the price, Rav Sheming Amliel seems to be the same exact opinion as Rabbi Eliezer. Why? What does Rav Amliel say? What was his approach? says Rav Sheming Amliel that one aid is going to win. Heiner Rabbi Eliezer. One aid is going to win. One witness is going to uh, establish a chazaka for us, okay? Because what do we say that if you have a, if you have a single witness that comes and testifies that somebody a kohen, somebody's a coin, so we, we uh, establish him as a kohen, okay? That's what that's what he holds. Are <laughs> you going to tell me that no irichad? What happens if you have one witness? that comes along and says, no, 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 that ain't Khan Koyin, as we say, right, we used to have a fellow in town named Khan, and he wasn't a Koyin, so he was, I think Jonathan Sputner called him ain't Khan, Khan yeah? So, yeah? Khan's not a Koyin. Okay, so, and if, if you're going to tell me that ir chad, ikabinayu, der blot's over ir chad, verb also have over ir trey, in order to create rumors about his legitimacy you need two witnesses to challenge. his Kahunasheh. Paul in Rabbi says, everybody ultimately agrees there's no ear, and therefore we're assuming that as a fact in our conversation. So what's the case? We know this guy is clearly a in the same case we had before. The Suffolk, whether or not he's a koyin, is not, we don't know him, we don't know his lineage, no, 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 no. We know very clear. He's from a family of Kahane. But still he might not be a Kohen. Why? His mama. Right? Because there's a voice out there, there's rumors out there, the word is going around, the Ben Grusha Ben Chalutzahu. Yeah, Shkayich Yankul Kohn is Yankul Kohn because his father is a Kohen. But his mother uh, was a divorcee perhaps. And therefore, the Echnisei, and what they did was, is they kind of put him in waiting. They put him in waiting until this was clarified. And while we're waiting around to see what this guy's status is, what happened is, one aide comes along, the Omar, and he says, I know he's a kain. I know he's a Top of Oman So what did they do? And they were masik him, which means they reestablished him as a kaya. And Rashi says, Rashi explains that when you have a rumor, when you demote somebody just because of a rumor, one witness will allow the reinstatement of the kaya Right? Rashi, Tab Rashi, the koyil have a khad If all you have is a rumor about somebody, and one witness comes along, so they they, they reestablish it. And then what happens? Ready for this? There's a rumor. His mother's a divorcee. Like, uh, dude, we gotta figure this out. Go on the side now, don't talk in yet, you know? And then a single witness comes, says, No, nah, no, nah, I know he's a guy. Okay. So we say, Okay, you're back. gabaldic Now, two witnesses come assu betray the Umri, and they say with clarity, Ben Grusha Ben Chalutzu. we know his mother was a divorcee or a Chalutzu. the Ahnisei, and they remove him from Kahuna. As a fact, right? Because now there's two witnesses. They ain't messing around with that. And now another eid Echad comes. So now this eid Echad, look at it. Is he only one witness? Why is it, why not? Steve's thinking because he's going to join the Gavaldik, So do, now we have a single witness telling us we know for a fact there's a Kayan. Uh Two witnesses already came and told us we know for a fact there's not a Kayan. So how could one witness argue on two? What are you going to say? Potentially, take this single witness and say, Hey, you know he's a Kayin. Go to the other witness that was here before and say, You know he's a Kayan, Team them up. And you got two against two. Okay? And everybody's going to agree, listen to this, that you could combine two eight echads that are telling us the same exact thing. Even if they're coming at two different times. Yeah? One guy comes in the morning, one guy comes in the afternoon. Everybody agrees, you could combine the two of them because they're just, testif- they're testifying about the same thing. This guys the al- So what's the whole conversation here? You know what the conversation on our mission is? Whether we're nervous about Besdin getting played. What we call it in our society. Tana Kamosovar, listen to this, this is incredible. Isn't this a game? One year, a uh, rumor, one year, two no, one year, like, hello! At a certain point, you, you can't play games with me anymore. Tana Kamosovar, Kivan say once, Bezdom put him aside and removed him from acting like a kayan Lay maskin lay. Up and down and up and down, what is the game of ping pong? Yeah, what do we well, pogo stick? You can't do this. You can't and therefore they say we're concerned about um, of uh, you know, this is already the second time you're removed from your status of, of a Kayan. we we can't reestablish you. He says, No, listen, if this is how the structure of Halacha works and the obligation of the Bezdin is to follow testimony it doesn't make a difference what it looks like you follow your witnesses and that's it we're not concerned about people about people thinking it's a joke (coughs) okay which is also a beautiful limud it's a
1: beautiful he's got his
0: hazakus he has his original status they cancel each other out good cancel each other out he's got he's from family of Kahanam. that's it Maskevlo Ravashi. Ravashi has a challenging question. He says, "Ihachi, if this is true that the machleigus team the Tanakhamah R'mshirim Amliel is about Besdin, you know, uh, uh, looking bad." Afilu treu treu nami. He says like this: If the whole problem is demotion, promotion, demotion, promotion, It's has nothing to do with the eirechad. Doesn't have to do any time you have two witnesses. In other words. There's a rumor about a guy that he's the son of a divorcee and he doesn't have a status of a client. A single witness comes and says, I know he's a client. Desden re-elevates him. Back up. Two witnesses come and says, No. He's a Ben-Groosh, you know for a fact. Okay. You're no longer a client. <laughs> one witness comes and says, ah. So you go back to being, so that one witness joins the other witness and really it should be okay. Except there's a whole separate issue here ask the Gemara so then why'd the case need to be where one witness came afterwards after the two witnesses said he's not a Cohen that one witness came ask the Gemara why couldn't it even be two witnesses showed up even if two witnesses show up you know what we're going to say to these two witnesses go jump in the lake we're done taking testimony this looks ridiculous That's the, right you're masking him there you go. That's where it says, if it's true that we're concerned about Bezdin looking bad and looking like they're played, even after the two, huh? That's right. Even if two witnesses come afterwards and say, no, he's a Kayin, we should say to them, get out of here, we're done. <laughs> we, we can't keep doing this. Elam Ravashi, Sir Ravashi says, you know, that's a good time. You're right. It's a good time. So we have to walk away. El Amravashi, La'idus The machlokas in the Mishnah must be about whether, when one aide comes at 5 p.m. and says this guy was a Kohen, whether he could join with the single aide that came at 9 a.m. The one who came at opening and the one that came at closing, can you join them? That's the machlokas. Do you view them as two single witnesses? Or can we say, listen, the bottom line is they're telling us the same thing. And even if they're coming at different times or even on different days, we could join them up. We've looked at Dani Tanoit and this actually, this machleik is about whether when you have two single witnesses coming at different times, whether they join up to be one group, is actually a machleik. In order for two people to come together as a group to testify, they have to see it. They have to experience as a group as well. You could even have it, One after another, you don't you don't need to see it together. If you don't need to see it together, that means I don't even need to even testify together. I'll still be considered a valid group.
1: This isn't the same as Makos. Makos you have witnesses that are seeing an event. Yeah. Here they're being made on a zichus. So I could see that he's gets Kohain. At Shari Chesed, Shul, whatever mm-hmm. it is For five years And then the guy moves to New York And Arnie testifies that he's sick Right, right. So it's, 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 it's a different
0: type of ethos Okay, so Rabbi Ravinsky is pointing out That perhaps there's a difference Between two witnesses experiencing something together And two witnesses who know the same thing Maybe there's a difference between that Okay Great, that's a valid point Rashi's not, but Rashi's bothered by that. Rashi's bothered by your point, and therefore Rashi comes with an interesting explanation. And let's look at Rashi because of of, uh, Rabbi Ravinsky's ha'ora. And Rabbi Ravinsky, if if uh, if we would all look at the second to last Rashi before the Mishnah of Adshei Yiru that they both see it at once. Rashi must be bothered by that question because Rashi says, you know what it means. They both see the testimony at once. What does that mean? Which would ex- exclude a case where one guy says, I saw the loan and somebody else says, the borrower told me he borrowed. Now, did they both experience the same thing? B'chalal not. So that's going to be the first opinion. The first opinion in the b'risa is, means they mamish both need to experience it. And it cannot be when they're both coming and telling me they know the same thing differently. While, back into the b'risa, Now, this is where Rashi is giving us the case. Of the borrower. Which means. Rashi is already bavarning Rabbi Ravinsky's question. Because Rashi saying. You know where. Rabbi Yeshua Ben Karho Would even tell us. That you could come. Zeh Za, ze'? Even in this case. Where one guy says. I witnessed the loan. And the other guy says. The borrower told me. He owes $10,000. Even in such a case. You'd be able to be mitzahres. And that. That case of Rashi. Is the same case. As we have over here. Of Koyhanim one guy says i saw him get ali of kayan in wonshol another guy says i saw him eating shurma either way we know he's a kayan and even in such a case rabbi Shurub and Karcha will hold that they could uh, they they uh, they could be metzarif they could join together okay Gavaldik. last piece uh, before the uh, before the mishnah the dusan miskayemes yet says the says the bryse, incredible and that is you should know According to the opinion that you both people need to see it together, okay, the same thing. Not only do they need to sing it together. Not only do they need to see it together, they also need to come to Besden together. Okay. In other words, you can't have one guy come and be like, "Oh, I saw this." Somebody he comes at nine a.m. Another guy says, "I saw it with him at but he's telling us at five p.m. They have to come together. If you want to be a group of witnesses, according to that first opinion, you, you need to come together. No, it does not need to be together. Okay. So the Gabarj is saying, same thing in our in our case when it comes to the Kayan, the Machlaikas, in our Mishnah, Betina Balazar, Shrim Gamil is do when you have two adam a, a single witness one day and another single witness the next day, do we say it's okay? As long as they both know the same thing, that suffices. Or do we Mamish need that they walk into Besden together? Or do to we Mamish need that they experience it together? That opinion is not going to work out. You know that that'll be the flip side, uh, and, and uh, the, the other opinion, which will state that no, you Mamish need to have two eating together. Okay. Gvaledik, klar. All right. Next mission. Here we go. New conversation. You have a woman who's taken into captivity by non-Jews. Now, why do people take captives? Especially a woman. Why do you take captives? Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, if they took her into captivity because they want money. They want money. The halacha is when she comes out of captivity, she is um, she's permitted to her husband. Now why is she permitted to her husband? So Rashi says They're not, they, Their goal is to get the money. And they know if they mess around with her, there's less chance of having another side that's going to deal with them. The, other, the husband, for example, might say to these captors, let me tell you something, you touch my wife, you're not going to see a penny. So they know for leverage, they're taking her into captivity because they want money, but they're not, they don't make her hefker. They're very balanced and delicate with what, they're very thought out in what they do, and therefore, there's not an automatic assumption that, um, that they had relations with her. But Al Yadina but if it was done, Al Yadina which Rashi says she was Chayevas Misa. They took her into captivity because there was actually a ruling against her to be killed. And then somehow she got out. Okay, somebody uh, oh, maybe somebody ransomed her, maybe a whatever it was. But she was sentenced to death, right? Asur Labala. She's also to her husband. She Rashi it. says because they're they
1: nice to the guard.
0: Yeah, whatever. Asur they're, they're not nervous about her. She's uh you know, she's on her way to the gallows, finished. They'll do what they want, uh, they'll do what they want with her. Okay. Now, what's the obvious question? What's the obvious underlying question over here? A woman who's Violated against her will Remains permitted to her husband Unless he's a coin Unless he's a coin Okay So the question here over The, the, the overriding question is I mean you have to assume in this Mishnah That for some reason There's a concern That she, she's even allowing this Right
1: because she's trying to save her
0: life Rabbi Arvinsky says maybe she'll, maybe she's trying to save her life Well, trying to save her life Is that called, is that called Ma'anis or not Ma'anis? Ma'anis, they're called rape or not You know, Esther Amalka uh, Esther Amalka uh, uh, would, would, would be a proof to you that she's going in willingly she's going in to save her life, she's going in to save the lives of Klayisho but she was still losing out on her relation uh, on her uh, uh, ability to remain married to Mordechai okay fine but ultimately it seems there is a concern that she may do this with her will here we go Barav Yitzchak, Omar Rav. bar says in the name of Rav. You should know this whole Mishnah. These halachas are talking about a time where Klaal Yisrael is in control. Meaning the government is a Jewish government and the captors who took her into captivity are non Jewish. That's where we say, in such a case, that in the ratio, when they, capt- when they take her captive because of money, they're very careful. They're not going to play around. They're not, they're not doing games. Because they know, let's say they do something, the government's going to be after them too. All right? However, But let's say we're dealing with an era... <clears throat> Where Klal Yisrael is not in control of the land, or we're outside Eretz Yisrael, <laughs> even Ayeide Mamin, she she becomes usher to her husband if she's taken into captivity. Okay, we're concerned that at a certain point, a woman's going to willingly have relations, even if it's just to protect herself, even if it's just to minimize the abuse. But once, you have a, once you're in an era where the captors are not concerned about being held accountable, so now it's really up to her to uh, try, try to uh, save her own skin. And there's a strong concern that at some point, in order to protect herself from further other types of abuse, she allowed, uh, you know, she, she allowed one of the guards to have relations with her. Massiv Rava. Rava Rav challenged this. Rav asked a challenging question, and he says, "Hey, Reb Yosi Akoyin, Reb Zichari Ben Akatzov, Reb Yosi Akoyin, Reb Zichari Ben Akatzov gave testimony about Abasi Yisrael. Shehurhana ba'ashkalayin about Abasi Yisrael, a Jewish woman. Shehurhana ba'ashkalayin. What does that? what is does Shehurhana means? It means that she was kind of uh, given over to goyim in Ashkalay." Why? So they took her captive, kind of as a collateral. Somebody borrowed money, wasn't paid off. So they took this Bas Yisrael. And afterwards, her family separated from her. Why did they separate from her? Because apparently they were Kahanim, as we're about to say. And then there were witnesses that said, you should know, she didn't even have yichud with any of the guards. And the chachamim said to the family: If you know the same way you know that she was taken to captivity, you should know we have testimony that not nobody touched her. Make up your mind. Do you believe the story that she was taken to captivity, or do you not believe the story taken to captivity? If you believe the story taken to captivity, part of that story is. That nobody violated her, nobody touched her, and if you don't believe it, so then she's uh, she's fine anyway. Now, Ashkelon is a place where Avodas Kachavim were in control; they weren't under Jewish rule. Vika and we still said in this, uh, we still said in this brisa top of tomorrow's daf. Only Horhana in If she was there financially for financial reasons, then if you have witnesses, we say she's okay. But Nechbeshah, if let's say she's forced, life. So you see, even when 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 the Goyim are in control, we'll still be lenient. This is not like we said before, right? Before we said no. When the Goyim are in control, and she's there because of a loan, because of money, whatever for whatever reason. So then, before we said, still, she's not permitted. But over here we see, you are permitted if you know, I'm sorry, you are permitted as long as you're given as a, a, as a financial matter. Says the Gemara, no. The same thing would have applied whether or not she was there because of financial matters. And don't learn out from the story because it's just letting us know how the story went down. Here's what went down. The Maisa, practically speaking, in this case, she happened to have witnesses. So here's what's happening. Previously, when we said a woman has a chazaka, were there any? was anybody giving us testimony? No, everything's based off of the assumption. In this case of the brysa, though, there was a show you. there was a story that happened. She was taken to captivity because of money. There happened to be witnesses throughout her entire time in captivity until she was released. That there were, none of the captors were even miyachid with her. And therefore, the Chachamim told the family, hey, everybody take a chill pill. Everyone relax. She's fine. There's nothing, uh, th- there's no issue over here. But can I learn out to a situation where there aren't witnesses? No. Hence, there's no question. Right now, where we're holding in the Gemara, we're going to hold it here for today, where we're holding it in the Gemara, is that we're sticking to our guns. That if the Israelim are in control... That's when we say that a woman is considered permitted to her husband. But if the Goyim are in control, even by financial matters, she will not be permitted to her husband. This case was an exception because of the witnesses. Okay, we'll hold it here. Bezim tomorrow. We will pick up same time. Hopefully from Yushalayim. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.